can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Hold in None Fantasy Golf Podcast with me, Words, and my neighbor, DJE, Mr. Dodie Fayed. On tonight's podcast, Davis, Riley, and Nick Hardy win the Zurich Classic. We will go over the BLC leaderboard and then we're taking it deep down into Mexico for the Mexico Open. Defending champ, John Rom, and a very weak-ass field. We'll go over that with the shit picks. Hey, Johnny, how you doing? Hello, words. What's up? Oh, hey, Penny. John Rom Rodriguez, which is Rome. His, his actual name, right? Yes. Pretty funny that he is going to hold his, just like the Harbor Town. It's like, oh, you'd think he wouldn't want to go, but he said it in an interview after. He's like, oh, no, I love the resort down there in, in Puerto Vallarta. Yeah. Kelly and I are going to go down on each other. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go down. Anything to take Kelly to a beach town. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yes, I know what you're saying. Wonder if she'll have, remember that old, like, I tried to obviously tell my wife about, I'm like, oh, no, no, look at, look no, at. No, no, Kelly Rom. Kelly Rom. Yeah. Or huge Maggie. That was it. And she was like, she's not that cute. And I go, no, type in John Rom girlfriend college. And there used to be a pic of her in this string bikini where you could just see how big those things were. But, uh. I guess her or John Rahm wiped the internet because I can't find... I've been looking for that for years. It's like, <laughs> How could you not screenshot that? The crying Jordan uh, meme of him on page like 2000 of Pornhub Look when you're looking for that old vid. <laughs> That's what I'm like with the Kelly Rahm tit pick. Someday, <laughs> yeah. someone out there. You need to do a Twitter search on that, bro. Yeah. Hey, Kelly Rahm tits. Good luck, good luck scrubbing Twitter, Rom. I used to know Kelly. Elon's Rom. world now. What was her last name? Cahill. Kelly Cahill. <laughs> <laughs> or something like yeah, that. Something like that. Or something like that, yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. So Mexico this week. Uh, last week was, I was excited about it. And then it was kind of a dud on the week. I mean, honestly, it, it was a dud because of what happened. I mean, Nick. Uh, uh, to your picks. Well, yes. But, um, you know, on Sunday, Wyndham Clark, Lady Wendy, looking like and he, Bo. he and Bo are going to get their first wins. Which, again, I think I said it. I don't want their, his first win to be a, <laughs> a team, team event. event. Yeah, you did say that. Um, but, I mean, Nick Taylor and Adam Hadwin, those Canadians, they made a fucking run. They shoot 63 in alternate shot on Sunday to post a number. But Davis Riley makes a fucking, like, 25, 30-footer from off the green on, I think, the 16th or 17th hole. Yeah, and they had been running. Yeah, those guys made, I believe, it was something crazy. They made several birdies in a row. But, uh, yeah, they're the ones who get their first PGA Tour win in a joint event. Which Indeed. In the back nine on Sunday, when it, when Bo and uh, Wyndham were finally on television, it was some uh, some golf shots that, like you and I hit, Johnny. You yeah. A few shanks. You had some just dead pulls with wedges. It felt good. Hey, listen, we're going to get to plenty of Wyndham-Clark talk, I think, when we do the Mexico preview. Oh. But... 
It was. I remember you saying it a while back, and I was like, dude, if he's got a chance to win, then, you know, he can do it. He can win. And you were like, we'll see what it's like when he's got the lead in a tournament on the back nine, you know, on a Sunday. And those guys both showed some weaknesses for sure, like flaring stuff. Like you just said, I mean, there was a couple really, really poorly executed iron shots that were like wedges. And those guys are both really good short game players. Um, Obviously, Wyndham kind of has it all, but they showed that they were pretty fucking nervous. Yeah. Like I said, everyone wants to be in the limelight until it's right there in front of your face, Johnny. Well, they go in with what? A one-shot lead? Two, yeah, one-shot lead. 71, um, which the only thing that was more surprising to that than me was the guys they played with in the final group. Your guy, uh, your team, Sung Jay and Keith Oof. Mitchell, those guys shoot 72 alternate shot, which was very surprising after they kind of got off to a pretty decent start. And they were right there on the back nine, like two or three back, and um, it went from bad to worse. They just uh, they kind of kept letting each other down. Keith Mitchell hit some putts that just weren't very good from like five feet, and uh, you know they just didn't help each other out. Alternate shot is so I mean obviously it's hard, and like anything under par with alternate shot, I don't care if you're a pro or whoever, I think is just damn impressive. Yeah, when, once you start to kind of like feel like you're letting your playing partner down, it really it just snowballs, and you guys both start playing like shit. Well, I will say about that Keith Mitchell Sung Jay team, Sung Jay was carrying that. Yeah. Team. The oh, whole yeah. fucking time. Yeah. I mean, he even even in the best ball, like Sungjae, the very first round when those guys jumped out and shot 62, Sungjae birdied like six of his first eight holes. Like, it was something crazy like that. Sungjae do those things. Yeah. So, um, but the other thing, too. So, the tournament record, uh, the shot, most shocking thing, Cantlay and... Uh, Xander, obviously big time favorites. They go out on in the first round and shoot sixty seven, but they were like one over par through their first six or seven holes. Like it was, it was bad. You had some really early depressing texts on Thursday. I was like, just calm down. <laughs> well, be just fine. Well, the main reason was because I mean, Wyndham and Bo yeah. led the first three rounds. I mean, they were looking to go wire to wire, but. It was shocking to see those guys kind of get off to a slow start, only to follow it up the next day with a 63 and alternate shot, which set the tournament record, only to have that basically tied on Sunday by the Canadian team of Nick Taylor and Adam Hadwin. 63 and alternate shot is golfing your goddamn ball. Taylor and Hadwin had a stretch of seven birdies in a row, um, which... Seven. (laughs) Seven birdies in a row, so... um, Seven pars in a row was just like, oh my God, I'm fucking (laughs) killing it right now. Yeah. Um, but as you said, I mean, alternate shot final final day kind of can shake up everything. And the team that won, obviously, Davis Riley and Nick Hardy, they were the second lowest score of the day besides that 63 from, from Nick uh, Taylor and Adam Hadwin. So those guys went out and they, they won the golf tournament. It wasn't like there might be a little bit to blame on Bo and, and Wyndham. No, they took it. They took it. They from took it. Yeah, those guys sure. go out and play well like that, and they deserve to win. So Davis Riley... What's his? He has like kind of an Oklahoma connection, doesn't he? Uh, I think he is buddies with Sam, Sam Humphreys. Humphreys. Yeah, that's it. Yes, that's yeah, it. The Hump Man talks about. Yes, him. yes. Um, but also uh, Sam Liv Humphreys. Yeah, there you go. Abdullah Humphreys. Nick Hardy, I think, had is an at, Illinois guy. And at one point this year, he had missed six or seven straight cuts. So I mean. This tournament is kind of, like I said before the week when I wasn't pumped about it, then all of a sudden I kind of was. 
It is kind of a fucking three-year career maker. These guys get exemptions for two years. Ryan they get Palmer in, and uh, John Rahm. Look they no get, further. I think they get into just about everything except for the Masters. Um, they get to go to the Tournament of Champions. I mean, and they're going to be like a guy like Nick Hardy. Davis Riley is kind of a can't-miss guy. Right. It's a matter of time before he wins. But a guy like Nick Hardy, you can't say the same thing about him. And now he has, in quotations, a win on the PGA Tour. Good for them. I was not on them. Yeah. <laughs> well, we might as well go ahead and get it. I mean, the only other thing, th- there wasn't too many surprises, I don't think, except for, like, the team that I think surprised people. Your boy Matt Naismith and <laughs> Taylor Moore. I mean, those guys finished T4 and kind of gave it a little bit of a run. Um, you know, they shot 63 on, on Saturday. But other than that, I mean, I don't think anybody, nobody picked Nick Hardy or Davis Riley, which saved the league. There was nobody that made a million dollars this week, um, even though the guy who won did win $300, which we'll get to. Keller. Yeah. His second win of the year also, by yes. the way. Yes, So without further ado, we'll go ahead and go over the last week's standings. Keller Flinton, he is now in fourth place overall. As you mentioned, where it's his second win of the season. He becomes the second person over the last two seasons to win twice outright as far as weekly winners. The other one words? It was me last year. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Who knew? In second place words, and I was pulling for this guy so hard simply because he had picked both Bo Hostler and Wyndham (laughs) Clark. What a gutsy call. Those guys blew it, or or this man would be $300 richer. Mr. Slaz, Brian Asbell. Slazzy. He also rounded that out. Those guys both made $330,000 and... Xander Shoffley was his third player. So the reason why the onion burger Keller Flinton was able to edge him out, Nick Taylor. And and most of the guys in the top 10 had Nick Taylor. Uh, and, and those guys finishing second place outright is what did the difference for them. And so those two guys were the only ones over 900,000. In third place, the snowman, Ryan Ingroff. He had 850,000. He had Xander and Cantlay. So that probably has to hurt a little bit. Wasting two picks on those guys this week for them not to get the job done. But, hell, it's a third-place finish, but he's only $854,000 richer. Two-way tie for fourth words. He's missed a couple picks this season, but he's back picking this week and tied for fourth. The Dallas Sooners, Dane Covey. Dallas! He had Adam Hadwin, which was kind of the missing link of that, of that the missing link of the Canadian team there. Tied with him, Hackers, who is Neil Cody. He also had he had Nick Taylor, Keith Mitchell, and Billy Horschel. In sixth place, putt-putt champ, that's Morgan Conley. He had Xander Shoffley, Nick Taylor, and Thigala, 793000 In seventh place, Billy Horschel, Tom, I'm sorry, Beach Boys, Doc Doyle. He had Billy Horschel, Tom Kim, and Nick Taylor. Two-way tie for eight, better than Chris, that's Dan Tiger Pilcher. <laughs> He finished with 740000 He was tied with No Swad, which is Colin Dawson. And rounding out the top 10, an OG fantasy player and the OG Lafferty Daniel Bart. M. Bart Shamala Shelley. Head coach. He finished with $734,000 words. I was at T88 with 448,000 words, and you finished one T165 with 302,000 Here's the best part. The funny slapdick motherfucker um, and great friend of ours. (laughs) Mind you. 
Dr. Sketch yeah. misses his picks in third place and does not drop any. How about that? You picked the right week to not pick, Brooksy. Bubsy, no. <laughs> so, um, wow, we got a Colin Dawson sighting. We got yeah. uh, head coach Bart Shelley, sprinkle, uh, rainbow sprinkle unicorns. Not yeah. sprinkle. Tiger Pilcher, he and I uh, were alternate shot partners in the uh, in the uh, Maxwell Cup. Oh. Where we just butt raped a uh, couple guys, <laughs> like and then we actually beat him in golf too. That's cool, man. <laughs> um, anyways, so words overall standings. Ugh. Um, we're already there. <laughs> Running through this thing quick. Um, <laughs> we can we can cozy up on the couch for a little bit okay, afterwards. Cool. Uh, no change in the top three. Ben Klaus. Touch of Klaus, $27.6 million. He's got a $1.4 million lead. I think that shrunk a little bit from last week. Over Hog Bristle, Mark Lester, who's at 26.2. We have nobody besides those two over 25. So in third place, holding tight. And as I mentioned, he missed his goddamn picks this week and didn't fall one (laughs) bit. Dr. Sketch, Brooks Perry in third, up one spot after another win this year. That's his second win of the season, his second straight top 10. He's having a hell of a season. The Onion Burger, Keller Flinton, $24 million. He is just, uh, he's only 500000 behind Brooks. Down one spot, but I believe still in first place in the segment. Deadheads, Tanner Wood, $23.8 million. Just over the $23 million mark in six. Holding tight there is Joe Stefanovich, a.k.a. Shankopotamus. Holding tight at seven. Schwab Dog, Zach Schwab, $22.8 million. The Batman Beaver Ben, Jared Smith, $22.3 million. He's at eighth. Holding on to ninth is C-Rob Slicer's Chris Roberts, $22.2 million. And rounding out the top 10 and up three spots, and I believe into the top 10 for the first time this year, he's got one hell of a name, Words, and you will see him on Monday at the Max Holman Invitational. That is Gin and Juice, G-H-I-N in Juice, so a play on the handicap system. That is Brian Eagleston at $21.9 million. That a baby Eagleston. So Words... Team captain. No movement whatsoever there, really. Uh, only one person falling out of the top 10. Um, but obviously, nobody made that much money this week. So it really wasn't, it, it, I don't want to call it a wasted week, but it's not like you lost or made any ground this week. Um, because you and I both had, you know, I, fi- you and I, I finished T88. And I still went up four spots. I'm now in 119th. And you. Even though you finished T-165, you went up two spots to 131. Yeah, so, damn right. There we go. Um, yeah, so no harm, no foul with missing your picks, uh, Brooksy, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and here you go, Keller Flinton, congratulations. Sending that Venmo off. Ride meow. Pay this man his monies. Cool. Nice rundown, Johnny. Well, what do you think now? Take it down to Mexico, little casting couch. There's a few articles that we came across yes. this week that were, uh, you know, enticing. Yes. One of them sent to us by our boy Choppy, so you know it's totally fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think, which one is this? Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so I'm just going to, I'll, I'll kind of read the article, just because, you know, sometimes these New York Post headlines, they're catchy, but they don't always, they can sometimes incriminate when the guy's innocent, right? So, uh, you know, here we go. <laughs> Rapper designer charged with indecent exposure after allegedly, allegedly masturbating on a plane. <laughs> allegedly. So yeah. obviously my, a little mind, bit here. my mind goes straight to Thorborn and Thorborn's victims. Shout out to those guys. Big time. <laughs> we know, we know 
Actually, I should say we don't know, but we just assume that that chick that he groped had huge tits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thor born that is. <laughs> That's always how I pictured in my mind yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like he was just kind of so fucked Anna up. And Nicole. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like getting up and they were just so large that he just couldn't help but to just like, oh my God. Oi. <laughs> Look at this. Oi. Does it feel the same as a big tit? Okay, a rapper designer was charged Monday with one federal count of indecent exposure on an aircraft after authorities say he masturbated on a flight from Tokyo to Minneapolis. Hey, that's a long flight, right? So <laughs> yeah. automatically, I'm like, well, this doesn't sound so bad, right? I mean, you're on there for, you know, 17-hour flight. You go, go rub one out, whatever. He just didn't have the blanket over him, apparently. <laughs> He's going to be the first guy? Well, let's just see. <laughs> the charges came just days after he announced, uh-oh, you can't self-incriminate yourself, bub. After he announced in a tweet Thursday that he was ashamed about what happened on the plane, that he was admitting himself to a facility to get help and was canceling all of his shows. Okay. I need help. I beat <laughs> off too much. <laughs> oh, no. You got to deny that till you die, brother. The criminal complaint said a flight attendant first spotted designer exposing himself about 60 to 90 minutes into the April 17th flight. So he did jump right in, didn't he? He didn't yeah, oh, like yeah. kind of wait for people to like kind of doze off after maybe like hour two or three. Yeah. This was 30 minutes in. I he was a hot Japanese chick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The lead flight attendant then came to his first class seat and said he was going to be arrested. But a short time there afterwards, they saw him doing it again. Wow. That is ballsy. I mean, if you get kit caught jerking off, and then just like... Wait, I gotta finish. <laughs> yeah. As soon as they look the other way, I'm finishing this thing. I mean, at least go to the bathroom though, right? Yeah, you'd think. <laughs> those, those first class bathrooms are probably nice on that long flight. Yeah. It's well, probably Delta if he's going to Minneapolis. I mean, I bet it's just a very, very comfortable flight. Oh, big time. Yeah, the seats go, by, go back a little too far, don't they? Ugh. So when questioned by the FBI, he said he didn't get much in Japan and found one of the flight attendants attractive, so he exposed himself. <laughs> hey, We've all been there, yeah. Innocent. <laughs> Add him to the long list of names <laughs> of innocent people, starting with Bob Kraft, the Menendez brothers, clearly. Uh, OJ. Now, now OJ. Uh, and now, Designer. designer. <laughs> What's his number one hit? What's his big hit, Words? Thorborn. Uh, I think, what does he do? He goes to... Panda, 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 panda. Yes, that's designer. Turn her from it, jerk it, jerk it. Yeah, was he kung fu panda? That's why they had him over in Japan. I don't. Oh man! I mean, if he's flying first class from Tokyo to Minneapolis, he's probably got a little bit of cash left from that song. I mean, Jesus, he did. <laughs> yeah, now he's got to pay off the the, the uh, hot uh, the hot Delta flight attendant he was jerking it to. All right, the other one, and I'm not going to get into this article. It's just this is a headline grabber, so I had to send it to you earlier. Um, uh, but um, conjoined twins share a vagina, but only one of them has a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I that I, boyfriend rules, though. By the way, do yeah. you think when he's like, I thought it was fucking Erica, not Jerica. <laughs> <laughs> do you think when he's like mad at her, he like just only makes eye contact with his sister? She's like, stop. Looking at her, <laughs> yeah, accidentally grabs her her, her one tit. Yeah. I saw the picture of it. it looks like I they grab each all have three tits. <laughs> looks like they each have one tit. I'm not sure. Like I didn't see them naked. <laughs> no, nah, but there's three. But total recall on. style. They have one. They share a vagina. Is that what you said? Allegedly, that's what the, <laughs> that's what the New York Post says. Oh my god. 
<laughs> I mean, there was another set of congenital twins that were like connected at the head. Yeah, the head. I remember, remember that them. One. Yeah, one of them tried to be a country western singer. I think. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think there was a video at one point of one of them blowing a dude. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one just was hanging. I don't know about blowing. The other one was having a cigarette and a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else are you going to do? Huh? You're going to pass the time? God damn it, Sarah. <laughs> you got to blow him right now? <laughs> you can't wait till I'm asleep? <laughs> it's like the guy who's dating the girl, that the, the twins that share a vagina. It's like, does he accidentally like, oops, like my hand slipped. You know, like could touch the other girl's boob. I don't know. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That was interesting. Yeah. So as long as everyone's happy, right? Yeah. They're all happy. That's great. Yeah. Well, what happens if the one of the twins like is like, no, I hate David. Fuck him. And it's like, like, you can't fuck him. No, I'm going to fuck him. It's like, I don't know. (laughs) That's kind of (laughs) weird. Who's the sick fuck dating? Uh, Never mind. No, say it. it. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to like get into the whole like maybe he know, loves her freak show deal. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. That's what I was gonna. Say. I didn't want to say that. Who's the guy fucking these girls in the circus? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're saying, dude? I went to like you know at the state fair. They have like a deal where you could pay like it's like on Tuesdays. It's like a quarter instead of like fifty cents. You know, and you like walk back there and it's for like, what? It's John? like a girl. It's like a girl who's like a half reptile, but really you get back there and it's like a fake body and their their head is like sticking through a hole. And I, I looked at her. I made eye contact with her and I was like, really, really. <laughs> well, she like <laughs> what? Listen, I like fuck you, man. I smoke <laughs> meth and it's not free. Yeah. And then there was the world's smallest woman, and it was like literally this like little black like midget woman who was just sitting on a stool, and she like makes eye contact and she just goes, hey. <laughs> and I was like, you poor thing. You just been sitting here. It's fucking September in Oklahoma. It's kind of hot right now. Fuck. In a tent. Yeah. Especially with everyone like, you know, looking at her and jerking off and stuff. <clears throat> it's mental pics, words. You just got that. You put it in your spank bank. Well, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> like, did you stick your head in there? You're like, why the fuck is no one naked back here? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, designer, no. Yeah. <laughs> I thought panda, it was a gangbang. Panda, 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 panda. Uh, yeah. I gotta say that that would definitely be an awkward situation for the twin who isn't getting fucked. <laughs> but I think all three, yeah, all three. But you know, you gotta be an adventurous soul, so to speak. Yes. So uh, words. The one thing that I wanted to add to the casting couch. Oh. There was two. Um, two. You know. Oh yeah. Who died this week? Yeah. It's, it's okay. Falls into the di- who who died this week category, and it's, I love these. <laughs> they're both. What is the deal with people getting like? So much cosmetic and plastic surgery. Like, it's crazy. Like, so there's one guy, he is an actor, a c- Canadian actor, and he died after 12 plastic, plastic surgeries to, to try to look like BTS star um, Jimin, Jimin from BTS, which is the Korean boy band. Bind, torture, kill? Yeah, and so this dude, this dude was or like a... Bind, torture, suck. He was a white Canadian who basically had so much plastic surgery to look Korean, and boy, does he look funny. I wonder yeah. what the final procedure was. Was it, like, just something totally radical, like, no, we're we're going to dip him in, you know, wood stain? Uh, I don't know, but he dropped about 220K on it and, and died. He got an infection from jaw implants, which were added in November, and then went into surgery Saturday night to remove him, and the procedure went south. They had to intubate him, and ultimately he died hours later. 
The old jaw implants. Hey, coincidentally enough, this this came out today. Kim Kardashian lookalike OnlyFans model. Uh, her name is Christ- Christina Gorkan- Gorkani, and she was literally she had four hundred followers on Instagram. The hugest fake tits I've ever seen, and kind of does look like Kim Kardashian. But she died after another botched surgery. So. Probably ass implants. Yeah. yeah. If I've got to say anything to you guys, it's it's don't don't go overboard with the plastic surgery. Oh, thank you. John. Anybody anybody who's on Ozempic, that's doing enough bad to you. John, that was <laughs> very profound, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. That's sweet. Good message. Unless you're getting tit implants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean those are like no one dies to getting that done. Words right? after <laughs> never mind, this is too personal of a question. What? Uh I'm looking forward to having another kid when we have another kid and doing the mommy makeover. <laughs> Get some big old titties. <laughs> so no, I was going to say, are why you, would you think that's too personal, John? Because you're Jenny's pregnant with your second kid. I'm like, so when's the date of the mommy makeover, bub? <laughs> it's like, John, all I wanted was tits. I didn't want ass implants, too. <laughs> yeah, I slipped the uh, I slipped the surgeon to 20. Said, go nuts, kid. <laughs> You know, hey, look at me. You know what to do. (laughs) You know what to do. (laughs) Fs. All right, mommy makeovers. Okay, that's all I got, words. (laughs) Maybe we should put that on the registry for the baby shower gift. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Gift gift cards to uh, whatever, plastic surgeon. Kit and Brazilian ass lift. Is it for words? Is it for Jenny? Who knows? That's for us to decide. That's kind of why I always thought it would be funny to do for like a baby shower. You know, it's like, oh, there's a fucking 55 inch flat screen TV on here. It's like, well, what if we're bored feeding in the middle of the night? We need that for the nursery. Yeah. (laughs) Or it's like, I have a wall of TVs in my living room now. Ounce of OG Kush. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I need it. Ounce of Oversoul from our boys at Resonant Cult. Shout out, boys. Boys. Uh yeah, that that should all be uh should all be there, right? I mean, yes, twenty twenty three we're talking about here, season five. Let's go, guys. Yes, come on. Yes, if you haven't learned anything, we say inappropriate sexual jokes. We talk about smoke, smoking marijuana, <laughs> even though I am a patient. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, that, that's uh, that's about it. Words. I I just can't wait to break down this fucking <laughs> unbelievable tournament Me- in Mexico. Mexico Open, deep. Down in Mexico, no turning back. How bitter do you think all the Mexican folks are that, uh, you know... A Spaniard is well, their champion? I think they love John Rom down there, but... John Rom. I think that their field they had back in, like, 2020 and 21, whenever it was the fucking... WGC. Oh, just unbelievable. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, and and this year is is clearly weak. I mean, John Rom is a, like, two-and-a-half-to-one favorite. Yeah, I don't know what the story was on why they, they well, I mean, the WGC does not exist anymore, but I could definitely see the uh, the Canadian Open and the Mexico Open being the elevated events on some years, and I think that that's probably going to happen. Yeah. We're going to get some good guys again. You say it's not in Chapultepec, though, outside of Mexico City. This no. Is in, they're Puerto Vallarta. Yeah, it's at the, Hey, they just found like eight dead bodies at a uh, a resort there in PV. Did they really? Yeah. that's Or no, it was Cancun. Cancun, okay. sorry. Okay, yeah, Vedanta, um, which is the resort that they're at, which apparently is a great piece of property. That's why John Rahm's down there. It's where they filmed Predator. Is it really? Yeah. How did you know that? I went to Puerto Vallarta with with (laughs) the Givens and Porters for like 
six years running in lower school and middle school. Just you? No, yeah, little <laughs> Charlie. I mean, yeah, the no, family too. Yeah, just me. <laughs> hey, nah, just me. Words. Yeah. <laughs> Took Doc Almond one year. Nice. Fucking Jeff McQueen came once. That was nice. Shit show it was great. <laughs> you guys just getting fucked up on <laughs> yeah. Shirley Temple's. Just how many Coors Lights <laughs> can we steal? <laughs> really? How old were you? Were you drinking down there secretly? Yeah. Oh, Fuck yeah, yes. Sure. It's like great. seventh, eighth grade. It was. You know, they, don't, they don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like you pay. <laughs> you, you got the money. Okay. See? <laughs> I saw a Mexican. Is he kid. Nasser? <laughs> saw a Mexican kid shoot a tequila and smoke a cig right there. <laughs> chicken it, chicken it, chicken it, chicken it. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I definitely. I haven't been to Puerto Vallarta. I hear it's great. Yeah. I'd love to go. Camino Real. Is that where you guys always stayed? <laughs> yeah. Well, great. Um, but, you know, John Rahm, it's hard to defend on the PGA Tour, but Jeez. it's probably not that hard for John Rahm, who has won five times this year looking for win number six, which we're getting into. VJ. We're getting into some serious golf history here if he has six wins before the second major is played, by the way. so That's insane. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Well, you want to dive in? The sure. course, hey, it's long. Long hitters did really well last year. That's all I got for you. So it's pretty wide open from what I've, I've heard, and, and the rough is not very tough. So it literally is, sets up for a bomb and gouge type guy. So um, without further ado. Do you we think can, we'll have all three of the same picks or close? Close. Yeah, I bet we do uh, have, have close. So we'll see because one of my guys is a guy that you definitely like. Um, and we'll get we'll get to it because the first featured group is John Rahm, the defending champ. He's playing with Emiliano Grillo and Alex Norin. Mm, nope. Yeah, obviously this is one of those situations where it's like, okay, you could pick Rahm, you could get one point three eight million dollars, but is it worth it when we know John Rahm is probably going to win another elevated event and having those picks holstered towards the end? Who knows? I mean, he's still got to win. Um, so. I don't know. I, I, it'd be interesting to see how many people burn a ROM pick this week. And if there was still, if there was four hundred dollars available, maybe. Oh, oh, for the skin. Yeah, yeah. But we're back to one. So no, no, I'm not taking John Rahm, and I sure as fuck aren't isn't aren't taking uh, the other two guys, Emiliano or Alex Norton. Okay, I could see you know Alex Norton popping. Well, Emilio too. Of Grillo, course. Yeah, yeah, Rio's been kind of low key yeah, doing his whole career. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This next feature group words, I got a feeling this guy is going to be very popular. Former U.S. Open champion, Kansas Jayhawk, can hit a fucking piss rod, dick high stinger with the best of them. Gary Woodland, he's playing with Lucas Glover, who got the shit beat out of him by his wife several years ago and sucks at putting. And Alex, or I'm sorry, Austin Smotherman, the uh, SMU grad. <laughs> oh my God. Lucas, no Glover, man. I, yeah, I. You know, I kind of forget about that just because every time I think about Lucas, I think of about the worst putting GIF that it has ever existed. He's Healy Dan almost misses it completely. Literally, so, almost hits footer. it on the edge of his heel of his putter. Yeah, two footer, and then his wife beat the shit out of him. And she's like, you, "You fucking suck, Lucas. God, God damn it. God damn it. I was a U.S. Open champ. Yeah, so tied for fucking thirty eighth, motherfucker. Come here, come yeah. here." And she was, her mugshot was kind of sexy. Oh, sure. <laughs> her name's probably Nikki or Misty. Yeah, he probably, you know, PGA Tour golfer, yeah, major champ. He's going to punch way out of his weight, and I'm sure she was a, a grade-A psycho bitch. I can see it now. <laughs> uh, so what do you think about Woodland? I think he's going to be popular. It's a great pick. I'm not doing it, though. Yeah, me either, unfortunately. Um, I think I picked him actually here last year, and it, it wasn't great. 
Um, he, I believe, you know, it was maybe top 20, but obviously that's not very much money whenever you're talking Percy-ness. I never picked Gary Wright. T24 is what he was last year, 60K. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, piece of shit. Um, I do think a lot of people will be on him, but I'm not one of them words. Um, the next featured group, and here's where I think that you might start to get a little hot, because we got Chapo's boy, Richie Warinsky <laughs> playing with guy who won a few weeks ago, I believe, in Punta Cana, Matt Wallace, and Garrick Higo. Garrick. Who has the tightest pants on Twitter. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Doesn't leave anything to question there. Look at that dick. <laughs> Used to be able to see DJ's dick in his pants. Maggie used to be like, "You can see his fucking cock. Look at that." <laughs> like, easy. Yeah, I don't want to see DJ's dick, or do I? Remember, I said I'd pay a bunch of money to see him and Paulina fuck on tape. <laughs> on tape. Yeah, you want I want a grainy VHS of them fucking, <laughs> like Pam- Pamela Tommy style. Absolutely. I, I'm a, I say this every time you bring them up. I'm. I really like that Brett Michaels and Pamela video. Yeah, that was like thirty weak. seconds. It's weak. Not enough, not enough <laughs> penetration for you, words. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I need to see Tommy taking it home. Yeah. Listen, I love Matt Wallace out of this group. Uh, I didn't take him, but he wanted, you know, you got to kind of say that that whole win in, in Puntacana was probably similar setup to what this course is going to be like. Yeah, I almost took him, um, but I'm a pussy and didn't. But I did hear uh, in one podcast I was listening to this week that Matt Wallace is in elevated events, has missed every single cut, but on um, these... Events with shitty fields, wouldn't you know it? He he knows how to get poppy with it. So, <laughs> no, I didn't do it though. Uh, but yeah, Matt Wallace is definitely a a good pick in my opinion. What about Garrett Higo? He hasn't really been seen he's since been, his big win last year. Yeah, he's back up to like a uh, hundred to one, eighty to one, kind of where he needs to be. So I'm gonna savor the flavor on him and go with some guys who got a little more form and a little more history here, maybe. Okay, <laughs> history well- being one year. Exactly, and one of those guys is in this next featured group. We've got a guy who won an elevated event, uh, I believe, earlier this year. Nico Ichavaria. Didn't he win, or was that a Corn Ferry event? I think corn. he won. I think he won a fucking opposite field event this year. Opposite field. You said elevated. Opposite. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Opposite field. Uh, Tony Finau, the number two betting favorite, and Camilio Bitchwaist Vijegas. Camilio Vijegas. I'm going with Big Tony. Same. He top 10 last year, I think. Two. He finished second. Okay, there you go. Yeah. No, I, I'm on Tony as Tony well. Tony also a guy who plays surprisingly well in uh, the events that are not elevated. It's kind of where his back-to-back wins came last year. Yeah, and he's the only guy that's even in the realm of Drum Rom, both in world yeah. ranking and in betting odds. He's yeah. 850 to one, I believe, or you know, plus 850. Yeah. Um, they also play a lot of golf together out there in Arizona. So if it does come down to, you know, Big Tony, com- it'll be comfortable. He may not totally wilt. I will say words. It, it is kind of intriguing. I, I do think Tony probably is the most picked guy just because nobody wanting to spin that ROM pick, even though have you picked Tony this year that you can recall? I don't remember. I so think maybe once. I have once. I'm burning a second one. Am I worried about that? No. Not really. Because it's the same kind of deal that we've fought with with Tony for a long time. It's like... When do you play him? When we play him, he usually doesn't get much money. And then when we don't, that's when he wins. So now that we're we're getting up to the halfway point, I think we're getting ready to get past it maybe in a few weeks here, maybe three weeks or so. But now it's to the point where it's like, okay, unless you're a top five, top six player in the world, it's just give me give me the horses. We're we're this is week fifteen words. We got thirty one weeks, so we're pretty much at yeah, the halfway point. So 
Um, yeah, oh I, I'm on oh Tony as well. 16 long weeks left, Johnny. Words, the next featured group, they obviously wanted to pick the longest hitters in the field and put them all together because we got Cameron Champ playing with Luke List and the third guy and the longest guy on tour, Brandon Matthews. Wow. Who played pretty well last week in the team event, but Cameron Champ, Jesus Christ, here today, gone tomorrow kind of guy. I mean, he pops in uh, California. That what is the tournament he wins at the Sanderson? No, that that's Mississippi. But he's won in California that same event a couple times, and then you don't hear from him until the next time that tournament comes around. But I think he actually played fairly well here last year. He might have top tended it. He did. Uh, he and T6. John Rom both led the field in strokes gained off the tee. So. In no form. I mean, I that, that I can recall. Like, I don't remember seeing Cam Champ's name anywhere this year. And yeah. I know I'm probably wrong, but don't fact check that. I'm not taking him. Okay. Well, words Luke List. Luke. Guy who uh, just, just Hasn't similar. Hasn't done shit since he won. Just like what we were saying earlier about Garrick Higo, Luke List has fallen off the face of the earth since he won last year at Torrey Pines. And yeah. he is definitely falls into that bomber category. I probably took him last no year. He has no form whatsoever. I think he's only made like three cuts this year. Ugh. Yeah, he knows his card is safe. Uh, he knows he's really got to pick it up next season. So okay. this season he's just eating. Yep, which yep. I which I can you know absolutely admire. And Brandon Matthews, that's an intriguing pick, but he's got to do something more than just kind of put his name out there in a two man tournament last week. He finished uh, T eight with Sean O'Hare, and I think he was carrying most of the load. So um, wouldn't be surprised to see him contend, but uh, I don't have the balls to pick him. No. Um, all right, the final featured group words. We've got Francesco Malinari, and he's playing with Eric Van Royen and a guy who has quietly been on the leaderboards lately, Chez Rivi. Just give me one more, Chez. Chez, just give me one more, Chez, Sal. Um, Chez did really well here last year as well, so there's that. Chez is always a solid pick. I'm not taking him this week, but... No, he doesn't fall into that bomber category. He's more of a bitchy... Remember remember my uh, Google search history? Chez Reevee ass. Chez Reevee thick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Wasty. He looks like a fucking hippo. Um, but anyways, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chez Reevee. Are you on him? I, I'm not on him. <laughs> okay. I mean, come on. The writing is on the wall here. You know who I'm on. He's the third betting favorite, That's why which I'm is crazy. I'm on him too because he's going to win and we're going to do it together, hey, John. listen... I said it. It, it, it. Shit, he might be the most picked guy. Wyndham Clark, third betting favorite. He may edge Tony as far as most picked this week because not a lot of people have been on his junk like I have for the last four or five years. Uh, but, yeah, he's the third betting favorite, 18-1. to one. He and Bo Hostler really played well last week. Wyndham's been trending all year, yes. so why not get yes. it done this year? All he's got to do is beat John Rahm and Tony Finau. Yes. <laughs> I'm only see. half taking him to cuck you. Those are all very valid and solid well, points. Welcome. If he wins, you'll you'll love me, I guess, and him. I love him more, um, but yeah. But yeah, so Wyndham and Clark. And what's his deal on uh, social media about finding the best taco ever? He, he loves to go get tacos everywhere I he love goes. Tacos at, too. at the tour at the tour stops, he gets about five tacos and he rates them just like Dave Portnoy. He's trying to get this shtick going, and it was like, I'm the taco king now, you know. But we'll, we'll see what he's made of down there in old Mexico. Yeah, I've definitely responded to his taco picks and like, oh yeah. hell yeah, I love that place. He's like, cool, cool man. <laughs> hey, what do you think? What do you think if he gets some fucking bad street food and just has Montezuma's revenge down there? Uh, don't pull a John Rom player. Shit your pants like John. See, I mean, John Rom pulls out of the players. I need him to pull out at a tournament like this. Not really. I mean, but why did he do that to me? Why did he pull out of the players? Diarrhea. 
<laughs> White pants. Mm. All right, words. <laughs> Seen it a hundred times. So we've gone through the feature group. Wyndham, we're both on. Tony, we're both on. Wyndham is not in a feature group. So there's one guy that we each have left. You and I, you said it earlier, you're worried we might be on the same three guys. I know who you're taking, and it's one of my guys, and I'm, I'm kind of upset that I'm not taking, because he does have great form, and I think you're picking... Been on. I was going to say, Frank Nabilo says it best words. <laughs> been on. Yeah, I am on been on. You got it. And I think I can name your guy. Okay. You're on a guy who blew a fucking big lead already this year. Patrick Rogers. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we know each other too well. Yes, we do. It's, it's pretty sad. Honestly, it was between Patrick Rogers and been on for same, me. So same. I'm glad that we deviated there. I love Patrick Rogers. He's definitely high up on the betting odds. So has been on. Um, Patrick Rogers is just behind Gary Woodland at number six. Uh, I'm sorry. He's number five in the betting odds. Been on is number eight. Um, so kind of similar value. You're looking at 30 to, to, to one for him, and I'm looking at 35 to one for Ben on. So mm, which one do you think will be picked more? Uh, probably Patrick Rogers. Probably. But uh, Higher up there. one guy that I've already picked this year that I, I think is going to be popular and I thought about doing it again was the Dane, the young Dane, Nikolai Hogard. <laughs> He's going to be picked. He's a bomber. Nikolai. So, yeah, there's one guy who's finished in the top 25 in like four straight Corn Ferry Tour events. I believe his name is Alejandro something. Um, so that's kind of an interesting one that I toyed around with and I was like, fuck it. So I... There was a name that I saw that popped up on some of these uh, guys that were looking for sleepers. Brent Grant. Have you heard of this guy? Mm-mm. He's a fucking, he nukes it. He fucking nukes it. And I don't know anything about him, but I did go to the stats, uh, long, like just driving stats, and he's up there. I mean, Berkshire S. Never heard of this guy, but he's, he's in the top 15 in driving distance on the PGA Tour. So uh, <laughs> if, if we see Brent Grant pop, he's at 200 to 1. So. Ooh. If you're a if you're a betting man, maybe go throw in a fucking top ten on old Brent Grant, and if you lose, go fuck yourself. If you're at two hundred, <laughs> if you're at two hundred to one in this tournament, you might not have won a tournament since high school. Well, I will say the thing that I like about you know Patrick Rogers looked like he had a big lead at uh, I think Texas, right? Was that it? I think it was Texas. But um, the reason why I kind of went with Ben on, aside from a WD at the Arnold Palmer. You know, you throw that out, and he has made his last 10 cuts. Yeah. So he's, he's pretty really steady, good. and he finished uh, T13 last week with his partner. I don't remember who he played with, but right before the Masters, he played in the Valero and finished T6. So he's got a couple top 10s this year, and why not uh, go you play know, well this week? You know what I need to do right now, John, is that we've been running around crazy today because we're leaving on a golf trip tomorrow, finally. But I don't have my picks in, so that would be... I would have fucking loved that. Yeah, my brother was like, hey, I love you. Quit talking about suicide so much. And I'm like, hey, wait till after the golf trip, and then we'll see how it shakes out, okay? I mean... <laughs> hey, while you while you got him brought up, shout out to the other bro, Johnson, because for a while, he was definitely beating me. And I think right now, he's right behind us. So. <clears throat> Just right behind me. Yeah. yeah. Other bro, he's still, he's still getting it done. Yeah, that's right. Shout out, Johnson. Yeah, where it's, he, he's only he's only uh, he's at fourteen point two nine million, which is just about uh, three hundred fifty k behind you, and another you know nine hundred k behind me. Good. I have not taken Tony either, so that's great news. That is great news. Wyndham haven't taken his ass either. I- this is going to be two and two for both those guys for me. So I got to save Wyndham for like you know the Rocket Mortgage <laughs> or the Three M. <3M. laughs> that's right. <laughs> 
I'm gonna go Doc Redman, oh, Wyndham Clark at the at the three M for sure. All right, and in honor of Sal, I'm going Ches Reeby on the bench. You <laughs> sick son of a bitch. All right, so words is on Tony Finau, Wyndham Clark, and Patrick Rogers. I am on Tony Finau, Wyndham Clark, and Ben on Ben on. Um, so words, uh, that is the picks, and you just mentioned it. I couldn't contain myself. I've been teasing it for weeks. Words and I are leaving tomorrow to go on a golf trip. The only time we've ever recorded this show from your house was the night before we went, the, the last time we went up to Missouri. To Missouri. Yes. So we're going. And the weather the, was exactly the same. We've got some better forecasts, which is great. But um, we're going to South Missouri. We're going to Big Cedar Lodge, playing Buffalo Ridge. Ozark National and the newly crowned number one new course by Golf Digest, I believe, in the country, Payne's Valley. In the country, designed by Tiger Woods. Holy so, shit! And um, so Buffalo Ridge was number one in the state, in Missouri. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's like best new course, you know, like some bullshit title. But obviously, everybody sees it on on social media. The famous 19th hole they have there, a little wedge shot that's uh, you know an island green. So I'm fucking. I mean, I, I can't fucking stand the excitement. Words, we're leaving in about 12 hours. I mean, it's we're getting up early as fuck, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm concerned. We're, uh, we got a five-hour ride in the Sprinter van, the, the fucking party Sprinter van. <laughs> yeah. With the disco ball, and uh, we got a tea time at one thirty. so standing up straight for that thing will be... Uh, That'll be, it's a first little mini victory. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if I don't bogey the first hole, like if I, if I can somehow par or better on the first hole, it's like, okay, I'm done. I quit. I win. I won. <laughs> but yeah, no, it'll be great. We got several guys from the league going. Vegas Dave, uh, the Pembroke OG, uh, Coach Bogues going. It's going to be a hell of a trip and I can't wait. Oh, Market 8 Dude, who's in the uh, top 15 right now, he'll be there. Um, so Hell of a trip. Can't wait for the camaraderie, and I can't wait to uh, basically give our breakdown of the debauchery and the golf that's played words. Yeah, I'm half excited, half just a little concerned, uh, but that's okay. That's for another day. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm super pumped. Uh, I think something special is going to happen. I'm going to make an ace. <gasps> Hole in one? Yeah, I'm going to make an ace. Ace? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make an ace. That's an expensive ace. You talk about, you call him Johnny Blue. So, got to tell a story. This is the Seersucker uh, Cup that our do- our buddy, the Pembroke OG, puts on. And I guess it's been four years ago now, maybe even five years. Our, our buddy, Deese, uh, made a hole in one in the final round on the 10th hole, which would have been this, you know, 60 third hole of the tournament to win and he ended up winning by two shots and we had that year instigated a hole in one pot which was my idea 50 bucks a man for anybody who hits a hole in one and sure enough the son of a bitch did it and there was 12 people so i'm not great at math but that's like what 600 bucks uh maybe even more than that uh yeah though it's 600 bucks and his bill was about 750 he bought drinks for everybody in the bar including the people we didn't know um, so he only had to come out of pocket 150 bucks. Now, if we had to do that this year, words we're coming out of pocket a hell of a lot more than that. So, kind of hope I don't hit one. Ooh, <laughs> baby! But okay, man. So we'll report back next week, or maybe we won't. Or maybe we won't. Maybe we'll be like, "Fuck no, we did. We didn't do it. We didn't go." You guys, John didn't make it. <laughs> John Jay stayed Jay. up in Missouri. He's working at the fucking Cheesecake Factory in Branson. He's fucking <laughs> cooking meth up there in the woods in the Ozarks. He's up there. He, he, he's up there. He's a counselor at Canacuck now. <laughs> <laughs> 
gay country. It's like, hey guys, I hope you enjoy your summer and want to learn about Jesus with me. I'm 37. <laughs> I left my family to be a counselor here. I fucking blew up my family so I could be here with you kids. I blew up my family for Jesus. <laughs> well, with that being said, Jan... Good show. You got anything else for our listeners out there? No, but we'll see some of you guys. Oh Monday. wait, you want to talk about live? Ah, uh, Taylor Gooch won. <laughs> Taylor Gooch won. Okay, there you Taylor go. Gooch won. He had a ten shot lead after thirty six holes and almost blew it and got it down to two after going like double or bogey bogey double on like seven eight nine. Oh. But he's but he won. Yeah, one by three, four million dollars. Do you think that is real four million like brand new money or is it the draw like against his fourteen? So I know that initially that was what it was thought, but I think through these uh, lawsuits, I think I think he gets I think he's four made four million. Yeah, okay. I think he's, I think he's, he's, he's got four million bucks. Make that house over there. He's building a little bit bigger. Yes. Yeah. A little bit more wine in there. Yeah. No shit. He's a wino. Let's fucking break out of that place, dude. <laughs> okay. Let's go steal it. <laughs> We can hide out at Doc's house. It's right by. It's right down the street. Yeah. Just be like, Doc, just shut your mouth. Doc, come we, on, Doc. We were partying here, okay? Yeah. It's like, hey, you want to go to like an old abandoned house and like start a fire, <laughs> bonfire? <laughs> anyway. Okay. We'll talk about it. All right. You guys enjoy the show. Enjoy the golf. Keep Pray for us. Yeah. Don't forget that. Pray for John at Canacuck. Keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. In your life have you seen anything like that? I want to kiss you. Thanks, Joe. Okay. Yeah. Huge compliment. Yeah. You will not make this putt, jackass. Let's party together, jackass. Been drinking for several hours. Yeah. Everything.